This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about how to be a dream podcast guest. So this podcast episode is for you if you're thinking of putting yourself forward to appear on a podcast and you really want to make sure that you get it right. So there are millions of podcasts available now covering all kinds of different topics from mental health to exercise to fitness. And of course, there are lots of podcasts that cover dogs, cats, pets, dog training, all kinds of different things. Um, and if you are on a podcast, it's a really great way for you to reach hundreds or even thousands or even millions of potential clients in a really powerful way. Now, the reason why it's powerful is because when we're listening to people, we have a really, we, it creates a really intimate relationship with them because we're, we're in their ears and that makes us feel like we know them. Now, I'm sharing this from my own personal experience and up until three years ago, I didn't even listen to podcasts. Um, but I was driving to um, an awards ceremony back in 2018 and I decided to go and check out podcasts. And I ended up becoming a complete addict. And one of the podcasts that I listened to was the Janet Murray Show. And I remember listening to Janet and she was in my ears. I was on a 10 hour round trip. So she was in my ears for quite a long time. And I remember pulling over to the side of the road because she'd said something that connected with me so much that I went and messaged her on social media and I ended up joining her program. So that connection is different to what we have if we see a social media post or if we're reading something on a blog. Because we're listening to that person, we can hear the, their voice. It's really, really powerful. And that's why podcasts are so popular. And that's why for you, as a pet business owner, being able to get on them is going to be really brilliant for your brand and for building your audience and also for building um, trust in you and what you do and your service or product. Because you are on the podcast as well, and the podcast is ideally going to have some kind of reputation, some kind of authority, because you're on there, that's kudos as well. So you're going to be seen as a trusted source of information from the person who hosts the podcast. So it's really important that you get it right and you make a good impression. So you might think, oh, you know, podcasts are really trendy, I really want to be on, I really want to be on them. And if you kind of go into it a little bit blind, then that you could you could kind of fall at the first hurdle really. If you have decided that you want to be on podcasts, that's really great. Um, and I think this episode is going to help you create the right impression when you go on the podcast and when you follow up after the podcast. Um, and then that's going to lead to you being booked onto more podcasts, building a relationship with the host and, you know, getting that brilliant publicity out there about you and what you do. Now, when the reason I'm talking and doing this episode about being a dream podcast guest is even if you are like, even if you are the big expert, even if you are the big star and somebody invites you on their podcast, it's still really important to you know, to behave basically like a nice human being and to be appreciative and to have respect for the fact that they've invited you on their show. Because if we think about it like this, they're giving you the privilege of being able to access their audience. And that's, you know, that's going to have the potential to connect with, it might be hundreds, it might be thousands, it could be tens of thousands of people who've never heard of you before. So even if you are the big name and they are quite small, it's really nice to be respectful of the fact that they have gone out of the way to contact you, to invite you on the show. They're going to be spending, you know, they're going to be putting in a lot of time and effort and money 
putting that show out and putting that episode out. So you really want to get it right and make a good impression. So the reason why I'm sharing this episode today is because it's International Podcast Day, September the 30th, and I thought it would be a really good time to talk about why, you know, how to go about being the perfect podcast guest. And in this episode, I'm going to go through 10 things to consider when you're appearing on a podcast, and that's going to help make sure it's a memorable experience, both for you and the host and the listener, and the listener is a really important, really important person in all of this. So point number one is that it is about their listeners and not you. So when you're doing your preparation for the podcast ahead of the call, think about what you can offer to their listeners. And remember, it's not about what's in it for you. Now, earlier on this year, I did a full episode about how to pitch yourself as a podcast guest. And if you have got a yes from a podcast, then you've clearly demonstrated that you understand their audience and you understand it's not just about promoting you. So although my podcast is fairly new, um, it's not like I have been in the Apple marketing charts in the top 20 a few times, but you know, I'm not Amy Porterfield or anyone really big. I do have people who pitch to try and be guests on my podcast. And sometimes I can tell that they've never listened to my podcast. They don't know what it's about. And they literally will send me an email or send me a message on social media and just say, I want to be on my podcast. I want to be on your podcast so I can talk about my X, Y, Z. And straight away, I will disregard that message because they haven't thought about what it is that I want to share on my podcast. So this podcast is all about ways to get media coverage for your pet business and also ways to promote your pet business. So the kind of people I have on here are people who have been in the media and have been really successful. I have journalists on here who talk about what journalists want. I have social media experts on here who talk about how social media can help and how it can all that links in with getting media coverage as well. I have clients on here who share their experiences and share what worked for them. And then obviously people listening can go and replicate the advice that they've shared. So that's what my podcast is all about. I also have, I've done loads of different episodes on all kinds of things from pricing to, um, you know, to kind of, you know, the psychology behind putting ourselves out there and why it can be hard. But all the time, everything I'm thinking about, everything that I'm thinking when I do my podcast planning is my audience want to hear about how to get in the press. They want to hear about ways to get press coverage. They want to hear about ways to promote the business. So whoever I put on the show has to fit in with that. So if you've been invited on a show or been accepted as a guest, they have done that because they feel you can bring something of value to their audience. So when you're talking, remember to put the focus on their audience and try not to talk so much about you. Yes, of course, you can qualify who you are and what you do and how you help people, but you want to be really thinking about what you offer and how that's relevant to their audience. So that's number one. Number two is to be conversational. So assuming that you want the well, you want to be on the podcast and you haven't literally had somebody twist your arm or hold a gun to your head to say you've got to go on this podcast, there is no excuse to be prickly. Now, there is a podcast interview um, that was carried out by Jess Lorimer, and Jess is a sales coach. She has a podcast called Selling to Corporates. And I remember her talking about this on a call once about how she had this really difficult um, podcast interview. And it was with a massive marketing expert, like huge from the States. And she said it was really difficult and really prickly. And you could tell when you listened to it back, it was kind of huffy, one word answers. And she said that when she got to the end of it, she she felt like, oh my gosh, you know, was that awful? It really felt like you didn't want to be there. Now, I actually listened to this episode and I listened to it and thought, no, I think she handled it really well. Um, 
But, you know, you will sometimes listen to a podcast episode and you will think, hmm, they're a bit prickly. And that's not the impression that you want to make, is it? So if you've been invited on a podcast um, or you've pitched to a podcast on your on there, then do be friendly, do be chatty. Imagine when you're chatting to the podcast host that you're, you know, try to make it nice and conversational, try to make it like a conversation between friends and imagine that your ideal client is listening in. What kind of impression do you want to make on them? You don't want them to think that you're moody and miserable or prickly. So, you know, just be friendly and conversational and be breezy about your responses. Obviously, you can prepare yourself as well so you know what's going to be coming. And if there is, if there's ever anything that they throw into the conversation that you're not quite sure about, do just say politely, I'm not quite sure about that, would you mind if I checked and came back to you? And then just try to keep the tone light, keep it nice and friendly and conversational. So that's number two, be conversational. Number three is to look for visual cues. So often you'll be recording the podcast on Zoom, so you'll be able to see the person who you are being interviewed by or chatting to. And now you can even do them in person, now restrictions are lifted, so it means you can actually see them in real life, which is like so exciting, isn't it? Um, so look for cues. So by cues, I mean, you know, do they do they look like they perk up at a certain thing that you talk about? Do they look like they want you to stop talking? Do they look like you want they want you to expand on something? If they look like they're trying to interrupt you or they, you know, they're, they're gesturing that they want you to stop, then stop, try and stop talking. Not immediately, just wind it down a little bit. Um, do also try to avoid giving long rambling answers, um, but also don't give like really clipped short answers too. And if you look for cues, then you will learn when the host wants to wrap an answer up. It will be pretty, it will be pretty obvious. So do look at them as you're talking to them. Um, I want to say thank you to Chloe Narina Fuller um, for that tip. So Chloe has a podcast called The Assistance Dog Education Project. And I asked about, I asked for some tips on social media and Chloe very kindly provided that. So thank you, Chloe. And I'm going to link to her podcast in the show notes as well. So that's number three. It's to be, look, to, look for visual clues. Number four is to be interest, interesting and enthusiastic. So don't feel like you only have to talk about your specialist topic. Um, you can talk about your personal story and about what led you to where you are today. So again, remember like what I was saying earlier about being friendly. Um, imagine you just, you, we want it to feel like you're just chatting to a friend. We want it to feel quite intimate between you and the podcast host. So do be friendly, interesting and, and enthusiastic. Try to, you know, have your personal story ready. Ideally, you, you know, if you've done a few podcasts, you're going to have that ready to go. But do maybe map out and have your personal story ready to, so you can, you know, you've got it there in front of you and you know what you want to say. Not so it's like kind of scripted, you know what I mean? But just so you can say, you know, I got into the pet industry because of X and this has happened and this this led me to do Y. And then, you know, you can you can share your personal story and then people will feel like they know a little bit of you. So be interesting. Try to be engaging and relatable and try to relax as well. As I say, you want it to sound like you're hanging out with the host, hanging out and chatting to them. And do get excited about what you do. Like, I know I'm guilty of this, maybe a little bit too much sometimes, but do get excited, do show your enthusiasm and don't be afraid to turn up the volume and show the passion you have for what you do. So with podcasting, um, I was lucky enough to have a little bit of mentoring when I first started this podcast. And I was really lucky to have some time with a guy called Ant McGinley. And I'm going to link to the podcast interview I did with him in the show notes. And is a, he's basically like the king of podcasting. And he gave me some coaching and told me what I should be doing to make this podcast work. 
um, which was just fantastic. One of the things that you said to me was you have to really kind of ramp it up when you're on the podcast. So you have to be more enthusiastic than you would be in, in real life. You have to really kind of turn up the volume on what it is that you do and get enthusiastic, get passionate, however you want to see it. You don't. What you don't want to do is to sound like really dreary and monotone and monotonous. You want people to listen and think, okay, yeah, you know, this is exciting. This is what, it, you know, this person is passionate about what it is that they're sharing. So do be interesting and enthusiastic. Number five is to make sure you get prepped. So ahead of the podcast, you might be sent an outline of what the host would like you to cover. So I've done a podcast interview today with a guy who is called Robert Ober, and he does a podcast called The Relaxed Dog Podcast. And it's all, basically, it's a brilliant podcast, and I'll link to it in the show notes. It's all about... Um, Basically, he, he invite, he's in Australia and he invites people to go on his show to talk about their dog. So he sent me an outline of the kind of things he'd want me to talk about. And there were still a few questions that I didn't quite have the answer to straight away. But because he sent me the outline, I was able to think about examples and think about anecdotes. Um, one of the questions was about what's the funniest thing Patch has ever done. So I had to think on my feet a little bit there. He does loads of funny things. But usually you'll get an outline of what the host would like you to cover. So you'll get your outline, write down some key points around your topic, you know, also including you know, where, how you came to be, where you are today, your personal story, your origin story. So have your key points around your topic and also consider anecdotes and case studies and examples that you can weave into your answers. So quite often if I'm on a podcast talking about helping pet owners get in the press, I will talk about specific clients and what they achieved. You don't have to be, now please don't worry and think you have to be full on media trained to be on a podcast. You don't at all. Like, you know, I've been a journalist for many years, but I've never had any radio training and I went straight onto podcasts. Yes, I was nervous. We're all nervous. People just expect you to be nervous. So please don't worry. But if you have your responses ready, that's going to help build your confidence. And if you are just getting into podcasting as well, it's a good idea to maybe start with somebody who you already know and build it up, build it up gradually. Another great thing to prepare for podcasts as well is to do Facebook Lives and maybe do interviews on video or on Zoom, and then you're getting that experience, you're building that up as well. Um, when I say be prepared, don't feel like you have to have your answers ready like to, re to read back parrot fashion. You want it to sound natural and you want it to sound um, you know, like a conversation. And it is okay to go off track a little, uh, go off piece a little bit, but do look for the cues from the host if you feel like you're kind of rambling on a little bit. Um, another thing to think about is to be prepared to have a little bit of time chatting to the podcast host before the podcast so they can go through any questions or anything they might want to discuss with you. So that's another thing to bear in mind. So do be prepped and do make sure you have enough time around the interview in your diary so you're not panicking and thinking, oh gosh, I've got another Zoom call in five minutes because sometimes they will go over, that's just inevitable. So make sure you block off like a good hour and a half in your diary around the, um, around the time of the recording. So number six is to have your bio and images ready. So by bio, I mean an outline of who you are and what you do, uh, and images, I mean high resolution, decent photographs of you, um, so they can use it for social media. So if you're planning on doing a lot of podcasts, what you can do is prepare a one sheet, which is basically a one page document with all of your key information in there. So with this, you can send it off to the podcast host and that, that will mean that they have everything they need to put together the show notes and the intro and everything for your episode. So on your one sheet, you would have a bio explaining who you are and what you do and your area of expertise, and they can use that to introduce you and for any other written material around the show. 
and you'll also have links to high resolution professional looking images that they can use for any artwork, social media posts that they use to promote your episode. I'd also include your own social media website and handles because having that in one place means less work for the podcast host and they're going to really appreciate that. So quite often with my podcast episodes, I well, every if I've ever got a guest on, I'll always link to their website and I might sometimes link to their social media profile, particularly if they are, you know, if they're a social media expert on a particular platform. So have all of that ready. You can either send it before the interview if they ask for it or certainly, in fact, I would send it before you do the interview and then maybe send it after the interview as well so they've got it at the top of their inbox. Um, the images are quite important though because most podcast hosts will do, they'll create some kind of artwork so having a nice professional looking image is going to really help. So that's number six, have your bio and images ready. Number seven is assume the listener has no idea who you are. So as you might know, if you're a regular listener, my background is journalism. And one of the things I was trained um, as a young journalist back in the 90s was to, when, when you write a story about somebody or something, you imagine that the reader has literally just landed from Mars. So they don't know anything about the person, the place, the product, anything um, about what it is that is in the story. And you can assume the same thing when you are on a podcast. So even if you're really well known for what you do, even if you are like the number one expert for separation anxiety in the whole of the UK, there is a chance that the listener might not have a clue who you are. So when you're talking to the host, bear that in mind and do explain your background, do kind of qualify who you are and what you do and just, you know, don't feel that just because your name is so-and-so and you're really famous for that one thing, that everybody knows that. So it's also quite, um, it's also, quite a nice way to kind of be I think anyway showing that little bit of humility and being a little bit humble and not assuming everybody knows who you are and what you do because you are this great big name um, then you know I think that really warms people to you as well another thing to consider and I have this I have it basically when I interview people who I know really well and I'll be talking to them and I, have, I briefed them before anyway but I'll be talking to them and I'll be saying okay so I know that I've written about you like five times and I've known you and I've met you at events but and I actually need to stop doing that. That's something I need to not do as a host. But if you're talking to a host who you've got a relationship and you know them really well, it doesn't mean that their listeners do. So if let's say if I was interviewing someone, I'd met them loads of times, I'd written loads of stories about them. I would ask them a question and they would be looking at me and thinking, but Rachel, you know this because we've worked together loads. But what what they'd have to remember is the people listening don't know that so they're not having the they are having the conversation with me but the people who are listening in will not know the same amount of information as I do so I hope that makes sense I think I explained it really clumsily there but I hope it makes sense so number eight is to check out your sound and connection so make sure that you've got a good connection and try to avoid doing the interview on your phone if at all possible so do check out, uh, so do the interview on your computer if you can, um, and do beforehand, do check your Wi-Fi is working properly and go as close as you can to the router. I know this might sound a little bit all fuddy-duddy, um, but I think, you know, sometimes, you know, we just have challenges, don't we, with text sometimes, and what you don't want to be happening is for you to be mid-conversation and then being kicked off because your Wi-Fi has gone down, or because somebody's rung you on your phone, or because you know, there's been some kind of problem and you, your laptop's um, run out of battery. So do check out all of your tech beforehand. Another thing I would say as well is try and turn off any notifications. So what you don't want to happen is for your phone to start ringing when you're in the middle of the podcast. 
So I will always put Do Not Disturb on my phone or put it on airplane mode. Um, and with my notifications on my computer, I turn those right down so they're not going ping while I'm chatting to somebody. Now, don't hold me to that because there will be a few um, examples where it, will, where it will have pinged. Um, but generally speaking, I do try to be prepared and make sure I've not got things going off. Um, another thing to do is to try to record in a room that isn't echoey. So a bedroom with a carpet and soft furnishings is ideal. And what I would say is if you're planning on doing a lot of podcast episodes, it's worth investing in a microphone. Um, I'm going to link in the show notes to a couple of um, microphones that I could recommend that I can recommend for you at two different price points. So if like, like I say, if you're doing lots of podcasts and it's also going to be really great for like Facebook lives and that kind of thing, do think about um, investing in a microphone. So one of the ones you can have is a blue snowball microphone, which is what I started out with and they're around 50 pound on Amazon. And then there's also the blue even Yeti microphone and that's also popular and that's just over hundred pound on Amazon. So I'll put the links in the show notes for this episode and you can go and check them out if you want to. So number nine is to shout about the episode. Okay, so can't tell you this enough. Don't be shy when it comes to telling people about the episode. It's really good manners to support the host and help them get the episode and their work out there to as many people as possible. And don't feel like you're showing off or have that thing where, oh no, I can't share on social media that I've done this. Because then it's likely that they'll think, okay, well, I've gone to the, you know, I've asked, or they may have asked me to be on my podcast and I've gone to the trouble of doing the interview, recording it, writing the show notes, doing the social media posts, doing the email promo, doing all the, the masses of promo that you do for a podcast. And then they've just not really acknowledged it. They're going to be a bit, they're going to be a bit disappointed. It's not creating a great impression of you. So do put, do shout about the episode, do get it out there. Now, what will happen is a podcast host will share a number of social media posts about your interview and they might share graphics with you um, ahead of publication. So sometimes um, I've been on podcasts where I've been sent like an audiogram beforehand so I can then share it with my followers. So I was on Sally Farron, the Pricing Queens podcast recently, and she sent me the audiogram before it was published. Some podcast hosts who are really organised will do things like that. Again, that's on my list of things to do um, moving forward. Anyway... Do shout about the episode and when they share the social media posts and tag you, which they will do, um, do respond, do say thank you, do reshare, retweet, regram their posts and share on your own social media channels as well. So create your own posts about being on the podcast. It might be something like, you know, I'm so excited to share, I've been talking about X on so-and-so's podcast. It might be, you know, would you like to know more about how to um, how to help your anxious dog? I'm talking about this on somebody on so-and-so's podcast so try to write interesting and engaging posts on social media and you know do definitely thank the host on their own posts as well and be excited about being on the show in your post you can write about what people can learn from the episode use the podcast host's own social media posts as a bit of an outline of how you can how you can share it yourself so they might have some bullet points in there that are going to be helpful for you where they've pulled out the key things that were shared in your interview. So you can use that as a little bit of a framework, but do share your own posts as well and do tag them in because I'll really appreciate that. Always say thank you to the host as well afterwards. Just send a quick email to say, thanks so much, really excited to be on the show. I'll be sharing it with my followers. Um, and yeah, be excited about it. 
All these things are going to make you memorable and they will then potentially recommend you to other podcasters. So if they're in a podcasting community and people are asking, or any kind of online community, and people are asking for people to interview on your topic, if you've made a brilliant impression on them, they're going to say, yeah, why don't you go and speak to so-and-so. I had them on my podcast, they're a really great guest and they've got lots of fabulous insights to share. Okay, so the final point is to build a podcast library. So if you don't have a podcast of your own, or even if you do, you can you can create a, a podcast library on your website where people, visitors can go and see your podcast appearances. Now, this is going to be really great for you because it's extra content on your website. All you need to do is put the links in, literally get the hyperlinks, put the headline of the podcast episode and put it on a page on your website. And then people can go and click on it, go and listen to you or go and read, read the show notes that are with that episode and have access to that content that's going to help show your authority so let's say if you were trying to build up your authority as you know an expert in high prey drive docs if you go and feature on lots of podcasts and then you have a nice um, podcast library on your website where you can be found to be talking about that topic high prey driving dogs when people are checking you out they're going to see that and that's really going to help show your authority show you to be the expert that you are in that particular niche and it's also going to help other podcasters. So if they're looking to interview you, they can have a listen to the show that you've already been on and get a feel of what you like. And also they can see what you do to promote other people's podcasts. So if they're choosing between two different experts and one podcast, you know, one podcast interviewee does absolutely nothing to share the fact that they've been on podcasts and you're there with all the great social media posts, you've got the podcast library on your website, they're going to choose you because ultimately they want somebody who's going to help get the word out there about the interview that they're going to be doing with you. So that is my top 10 um, ideas for how you can be the perfect podcast guest. Now, I did feel a little bit like if you know me well, you'll know I'm a little bit like this. I did have a little bit of imposter syndrome around recording this episode. And then I thought, no, Rachel, get over yourself. You've had a podcast for 18 months now. You can speak with authority about what people want when they are finding guests to be on their podcast. So I hope you found it helpful. And if you do, if you do, do these things, you are definitely going to make an impression. And if the people who I have on my podcast um, did all of these things, I would be absolutely over the moon with them. I know we're all busy. Um, I know we've all got really, really busy lives, but all of these things are really going to ingratiate you with the podcast host. So I'm going to run through them a final time. Number one is it's about their listeners and not you. Number two is to be conversational. Number three is to look for visual cues. Number four is to be interesting and enthusiastic. Number five is to get prepped. Number six is to have your bio and images ready. Number seven is to assume the listener has no idea who you are. Number eight is to make sure you've got decent sound and connection. Number nine is to shout about the episode. And number 10 is to build a podcast library. So I hope you found that helpful. If you would like to learn more about podcasting, I've got a really amazing episode, as I mentioned earlier, with Ant McGinley, the king of podcasting, which is how to start a podcast for your pet business. And I have another episode if you want to pitch as a podcast guest. So before you go through what we've talked about on this episode, if you just want to send that initial pitch off to approach a podcaster, I've got another episode on that. And I'm going to link to both of them in the show notes. How to pitch yourself as a podcast guest even comes with a template as well that you can fill in and it gives you like a, the right email to send um, so you get a 
you know, you ideally get a positive response for the podcast and get that gig. So do let me know what you think of this episode. Do let me know if you found it helpful or if you have any other insights you'd like to share. You can find me on social media at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms. Do come and find me in my free Facebook group as well. It's publicity for pet businesses and you'll find that by just popping that into Facebook or head to publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk and you'll get all of the links, all of the freebies and you can go and check out all the episodes I mentioned there as well. So happy International Podcast Day and thank you again for supporting my podcast and I will look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.